You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Monday, January 11th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to Built Bar and use promo code Locked On. You'll get 20% off your next order. Just got major news in the American League Central about 10, 15 minutes ago from Jeff Passan and from Yahoo Sports that free agent closer, free agent reliever Liam Hendricks is signing a three-year, $54 million guaranteed deal with the Chicago White Sox. Knew that the White Sox were linked with Hendricks this offseason. Of course, Liam Hendricks, former Twins starter, switched to a reliever, has been dominant the last two years in Oakland. 2019 and 2020 has largely been the best reliever in baseball. 179 ERA and 110 and a third. You know, big time usage and relied upon. 237 ERA plus over 13 strikeouts per nine. Just a fantastic reliever is Hendricks, the top reliever on the market. And like I said, probably the best reliever in baseball over the last two years, just given the numbers and and given um, that turnaround and how good he's been. So here's the deal. The White Sox have made significant moves. They trade for Lance Lynn, who's a a solid number two, three starter. They sign Adam Eaton and now have signed Liam Hendricks in their biggest move yet, while the Twins have only signed Hanzo Robles and made some minor league moves one year, two million to Hanzo Robles. Uh, The White Sox did this last year, and it's a similar feeling of, I actually have more confidence this year that the Twins will uh, eventually get going because they showed us last year that they would. I I didn't really have proof of that, I would say, last year, believing that they would end up making some big moves and getting free agents to come. Do I think they're going to make a Josh Donaldson $92 million move? No, but they're going to make roster moves, and I have confidence in that. But it is a similar feeling to last year where you're watching the White Sox just kind of run up the charts and everyone's saying that they're the favorite in the AL Central. And actually, I think it is more warranted this year. Certainly, we saw some really good things out of them in 60 games. Luis Robert came up and and started really hot, but ended up um, not being super great at the plate to finish the year. Um, Yuan Moncada struggled, but we know his talent level. Jose Abreu wins MVP. Yasmani Grandal comes in and just does what he does. Dallas Keuchel pitches extremely well. Lucas Giolito throws a no-hitter. Eloy Jimenez looks like a uh, perennial silver slugger contender. And they just look like a good team. You know, they looked like a team that could make noise in the playoffs. They end up losing to the Oakland A's in the first round. Liam Hendricks had, was a big reason for that. You know, he pitched multiple innings um in a game I think in game three against the Sox when they closed it out I remember watching him he's just so dominant he's so good Liam Hendricks and uh this is a huge deal it's the biggest deal ever for a free agent reliever 18 million average annual value but here's how the deal is structured three years 13 million and then the last year no matter if Liam Hendricks is cut because it's a club option if they pick it up for 15 million he comes back. If they don't pick it up, they pay him $15 million to leave. So he's making $15 million in his fourth year. Um, but if he is cut and they don't pick up that club option, it's been reported that that money's going to be spread out over some time to Hendricks. But at the end of the day, it's a three-year, $54 million deal with a 2024 club option for the great right-handed uh, reliever, Liam Hendricks. So that puts the White Sox estimated 2021 payroll at $131 million. Last year, they uh, finished at an estimated 142. And the Twins, you might ask, well, $40 million below that at $93 million. Um, projected for 2021 estimated final 2020 payroll we know is a, a record 135 140 in that range so there's moves to be made here 
Um, and I think when you look at this on the surface, it is a huge deal for Hendricks. But the White Sox, and I said this on Twins Jeopardy the other night, they've extended a lot of these core guys. We know Yoan Mankata, Luis Robert, Eloy Jimenez, Tim Anderson. These guys are on extensions. And they're on the earlier part of their extensions, a lot of them. Uh, Tim Anderson's only making 7.25, and he'll get a raise to 9.5 in 2022. Yuan Mankato only 6.8. He'll get a $7 million raise to 13.8 in 2022. Um, you know, Yasmani Grandal is going to make 18.25 over the next three years, but they have guys on these extensions. Luis Robert only 3.5 this year, but 6 next year. All these have built-in raises. Ilo Jimenez, 4.33 this year, 7.33 next year. So this is a, a time for them to go spend and it was last year too even though they didn't quite know uh, what they were going to get out of their young guys they still made moves and still spent and this is a perfect time for them to do it this is just a great example of you have a lot of young guys locked up in your core and, and they're cheap right now they're not into the expensive part of their extensions so you get that payroll up and and you make these these moves you you sign Liam Hendricks you take that risk on a reliever we know that's a huge deal for a reliever but this guy's legit he is and if he stays healthy um, one can assume that he will be above most other relievers next year and in years ahead so it's a great signing for the White Sox I don't think there's any question about that it's another ding on the Twins but I think there are ways to look at this from and it's not a positive light but a logical light of how we can take some good things out of this, out of this signing, even though it is a great signing for the White Sox and, and definitely solidifies them as the AL Central favorite right now and maybe the American League favorite. And Seth Stowe's just tweeted that out. I think they have a case right now, but he did also mention there's a lot of offseason left, and I think that's the, the caveat here is you got to understand so many top free agents have yet to sign. The Yankees haven't done anything. You know, the Twins haven't done anything. These teams are going to make them. I'm putting the Yankees and the Twins in the same um, boat there as far as free agents. But the Twins are going to make moves. And I know I'm sick of saying it. You're sick of hearing it. But I'm patient. You know, I'm, I'm trying to stay patient. And, and eventually they're going to make moves that put them right where they need to be for 2021. Hopefully. We're hopefully, um, you know, maybe losing a little bit of faith in that. But I'm, I'm very confident. They're going to make moves to improve this roster for 2021 and try to flag down the White Sox as the favorite right now. But this is also a back-to-back -back division champion. It's a team that has payroll flexibility. It's a team that's an attractive destination right now, a team that wants to win and veterans want to play for. Um, and I think they're going to go do that, and I believe in that. So after the break, after this word from Bet Online and Built Bar, let's look at this deal a little bit more and what it means for the White Sox and for the Twins. Stay tuned. Are we ready for some football? College football is into bowl season. There are some big matchups Coming up, the NFL regular season is finishing up as well with the playoff picture set and now into the division over in the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Buffalo Bills. That'll be a great one. The Chiefs hosting the Browns, the Bucks going to New Orleans to take on Tom Brady's uh, Bucks taking on Drew Brees' New Orleans Saints. That'll be a great matchup. The Green Bay Packers hosting the Los Angeles Rams after they take down the Seattle Seahawks with that great defense. There's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action this NFL weekend. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Don't sit on the sidelines. Go to betonline.ag. Use promo code Locked On for a 50% off welcome bonus. 
Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. The improved Built Bar is even delicious. There are 18 amazing flavors, including six new flavors, 12 original flavors. Built Bars are healthy, and Built Bar is great for the health conscious guy. I'm a type 1 diabetic, so these bars are huge for me that there's only five grams of net carbs in the peanut butter bar is really a game changer. In the coconut almond bar, five grams of net carbs again for a type 1 diabetic like me that is great and when i tried built bar i'm usually skeptical about protein bars and their taste but built bar is really delicious it does taste like a candy bar but it, it's so healthy and right now you get a free cooler with your purchase while supplies last only gonna last for a week or so but you can go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on you'll get 20 percent off your next order use promo code locked on for 20 percent off at builtbar.com these bars are delicious these bars are healthy you're going to want to get your hands on them. Promo code locked on at builtbar.com for 20% off and a free cooler while supplies last. So, Liam Hendricks to the White Sox. There was steam on this for weeks, and it finally comes to fruition here. Part of me is kind of glad a top free agent signed, and the other part of me is not happy that it was with the White Sox. But that kind of leads me into this point. The Chicago White Sox were going to make moves this offseason. I mentioned they have payroll flexibility. You know, they, they have a lot of guys on extensions that are young. They bring in Tony La Russa, an aging manager, comes back to manage this team. You know, maybe it's only for a year or two. So Jerry Reinsdorf, the owner, is going to put a team around him and, and sign off on deals like this because they're in a winning window, and this is what they're going to do. And we knew they were going to spend, and I just think it was a matter of, who are they going to spend on? I think there was concern early on in the offseason, and I hate to be in this place as a Twins fan where we're just worried about what other moves our uh, division rivals are going to make. But that's the truth of it. You know, we knew the Twins weren't going to sign Trevor Bauer. They're not going to sign Trevor Bauer. We know that. They're not even making a run at him per Lavelli and Neal. He said no chance. So we were hoping, or I was hoping, that the White Sox wouldn't sign Trevor Bauer, that the White Sox wouldn't sign George Springer, that the White Sox wouldn't sign Michael Brantley, and they haven't signed the top three free agents. They have made good moves. They traded for Lance Lynn. I mentioned that helps their rotation. Adam Eaton should help a little bit wherever he plays in right field or left or DH or whatever he ends up doing. Um, and Liam Hendricks will help that bullpen too. But if this means with $131 million payroll, which would be a, a slight decrease from last year, but maybe somewhere we'd expect MLB clubs to be after the pandemic-driven season, if this is it for the White Sox, this is a W. For the Twins, as crazy as that sounds, and if they go into spring training without Michael Brantley on their roster, without George Springer on their roster, without Trevor Bauer on their roster, without JT Real Muto or DJ LeMahieu, that's a win for the Twins because guess what? They made runs at guys like that last year. They wanted Zach Wheeler. They offered the most money to Zach Wheeler last year. They go and get Yasmani Grandal. They go and sign Dallas Keuchel. They're making moves for Manny Machado a couple of years ago. So they are in the running for these guys. And it's a scary place for Twins fans because they do have all that flexibility right now. And eventually that will go away. These guys, Eloy, uh, Tim Anderson, Mankata, Robert, they'll get into the expensive part of their deals and the White Sox will find themselves out on some big free agents. But for right now, we're hypersensitive to that because it is a legit reality. They are going to be in on these guys right now. But if we go into spring training, the top three, I think that were most viable for the White Sox in Bauer, Springer, and Brantley, if they're not there, that's a W. Again, that's a, that's a win for this Twins offseason, I think. And, and you know that only comes with them making moves themselves. But if they get Lynn, Eaton, and Hendricks, they've improved, but maybe not improved as much as we thought they might this offseason, which I think is a, a, an interesting way to look at it. I also think Alex Colomay, who we've talked about on the show because the Twins have interest in him per Doogie. I've, I've done an episode on Colomay. Um, you can go find that a couple weeks back or maybe last week even. 
But he's been so good for them in the back of that bullpen, and he's not Liam Hendricks, but Colome had a 0.81 ERA in 2020, mostly closing games for the White Sox, and he's a free agent. So he leaves, Hendricks comes in. How much better is Hendricks going to be than Colome? And, and you could make up that value by using Hendricks for multi-innings, like 8th and ninth, and he is really dominant. He's going to strike out a lot more guys than Colome is, but Colome gets it done, and I talked about that. You know, 0.81 ERA was actually lower than Hendricks in 2020, and that's not telling. I mean, I'm not saying Colome is better than Hendricks. What I'm trying to say is how much better is that closer role going to be without Colome and now leading into Hendricks? How many more games are they going to blow with Hendricks closing games rather than Colome? And I think that's an interesting question here when you consider Colome for one year and eight million. Not as good as Hendricks, but Hendricks for three and fifty-four. It's something that you think about. I would, I would advise if I were the White Sox is how much better is Hendricks going to be as your closer than Colome was because Colome was fantastic. And I'm not saying Colome is as good as Liam Hendricks. Liam Hendricks is the best reliever in baseball has been for the last two years, but I'm saying how much better will Hendricks be than Colome? And I think that's an interesting way to look at it again for twins fans. How much have they really improved? And, and you, you succumb to that bias of telling yourself that, uh, you know, they haven't No. I'm going to sit here legitimately today on January 11th. I will tell you the White Sox are the favorite to win the American League Central. They should win the American League Central right now with current rosters going into spring training. I'm going to continue to say but as well, but the Twins will still make moves and they're going to make roster changes before they get to Fort Myers in in a month. We also got a report tonight that, yes, Rob Manfred has told clubs to expect to, to report to spring training and play 162. And so maybe this spurs some free agent activity, and we see the Twins kind of respond this week. And I think Twins fans would love to see that. But for right now, the White Sox are solidified as the favorite. I, I don't think it's a clear and away favorite. I think it's a pretty solid favorite, but it's not one that can't be closed quickly. If the Twins back bring back Nelson Cruz or make a, an equal addition in someone like Marcelo Zuna, or if they go out and, and re-sign Jake Odorizzi, go sign Marcus Semien, trade for Trevor Story. That gap gets closed very quickly or trade for Chris Bryant. We're going to talk about him tomorrow or Wednesday as well, depending on moves and and rumors. But this gap can be closed quickly. I think the hope here, it's not a certainty, the hope here is that the White Sox have made their big big moves of the offseason. Liam Hendricks is their final touch. They're going to make some fringe moves potentially, and this is it. That's the hope. Now, it doesn't take them out of the Michael Brantley race. Doesn't take them out of the George Springer race, even though it sounds like they are out of that, according to Jeff Passan a few weeks back. But that's the hope for Twins fans here is, is that's it for the White Sox. The Twins look and they say, okay, let's go, let's go do our work now and let's get ready for 2021 because this is not the roster we want competing against the White Sox in 2021 is the clear AL Central favorite. It's just not. So that's what the Twins need to do now. Take a look. Hopefully that's it, but I'm not hanging my hat on that. Um, that's just a hope, and, and you know it's not a good day for the Twins with the White Sox signing Liam Hendricks, a former Twin, going to be closing games against them. So um, thank you for listening today. Have a great day. Go Twins. Eventually we'll be able to talk about Twin signings, not just White Sox signings, because it really does pain me. Um, my stomach dropped when I saw that signing because it's just uh, they're improving rapidly, it seems, and the Twins um, kind of standing pat. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day. Go Twins.